In our Future of Cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash Cloud Survey. Sip had to roll out to catch a flight in Omaha to Indy, but DP and Jay Foreman are here. Good morning, gentlemen. Ready for a day of flights? Sir. How are you? Sir. Good. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready to go. Ready to roll. What's up, Jay? What up? How you doing? I'm always all good on a Monday. <laughs> Weekend was good to you? Yeah, it was all right. So. How was the hoops? Oh, it went all right. You know, we... uh. Then we got a second or something. Played good, though. Yeah. That's good. Good That's job, good. Coach. <laughs> yep. Coach Foreman over there. That's right. Good job. You Watch coach? out. Yeah. Yeah. You working the, those, the form pretty good? Are you more of a, you know, all about the form or more of the, you know, the plays? A little bit of fundamentals, man. Fundamentals, yeah. baby. Okay. Coach Amazing Jane. how it doesn't change. Like no matter Coach no, Jane no action matter, the No matter what sport, you, what sport you play, if you don't have fundamentals, it don't matter. Are you, do, you, do you yell at all? Do you get, do you get loud? Not really. No. I mean, it's kind of – they're at the age now <clears throat> that they can go out and play. Some, I mean, it's the summertime, man. It's hard for <laughs> – I mean, these kids. Yeah, we had, I had a kid. Right? I had a kid. I was like, dude, what? what's up with your energy? He's like, I went swimming. <laughs> yeah, I'll I, do it. I said uh, – well, I said first, ask me if I care. Ooh. Right? If yeah. I you, – you, like, that's not my – that's oh. a you problem. You decided to go swimming – not just for two hours, which would probably be fun. You decided to go for six hours at 14 years old. Then I said, how did that work out for you the first time that you did it? Because another tournament did it. He's like, not too good. He bounced back, though. But uh, it's hard. Summer's hard if you got kids that don't understand the uh, limitations of their body. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're invincible. With, they're invincible for 14. seven hours and be good to go. Well, it's the parents that. because, yeah. in theory, they think – you know, you're young. You got all this energy. Well, it's it's actually flipped when you're when they're in fourth and fifth grade. They could you can probably play like five games right in a day, but now kids are growing, and so they actually need more rest. They need more nutrition. They need more to be more strategic about taking care of their bodies because their body's under stress because they're mo- they're growing right. Yep. Yep. Um, pre-puberty or whatever puberty. And then also with high school obligations because they're lifting weights and running in their, you know, say whatever sport they're playing. Yep. And then if you're playing any club ball and if you're playing another sport that kind of coincides with it, that's a ton of activity. So if you're not taking in, in, and then also trying to be a kid. So if you're not taking care of yourself and understanding your limitations, you can, you know, hit the wall pretty quick. I mean, do you set rules? Are there team rules? Uh, well, we're on the road, of course, but when you're – you know, you got a game at five thirty. You know, you can't. You know, I'm not here to parent your kid. Ideally, you can give them like little tips. Um, but more, major, I mean, the, some of these parents just, you know, they just don't. They they just think like, oh, my kid can play, and it's like, nah. And then after a while, you just tell them like, one, I, a few parents, I had to literally draw the line in the sand, and they bucked back or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I'm coaching your kid. 
if you want to go to a baseball practice before a basketball, just don't come because if you throw the ball or DP, if you, if, if you warm up at baseball, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's long toss or whatever, and then you throw, let's just say 60, I don't know, from short to first, um, what else you go first to third, you know, outfield to cutoff, just say 60 and you're right-handed. That in theory would mess up your basketball shot, wouldn't it? I never usually because I coached all three. Usually, right. I I had players that crossed over, right? So right. I would I would have I would have guys who played both. No, I'm talking about we we put a hundred we put two hundred throws on an arm at a practice, right? And then they <laughs> went and played basketball. I never worried about a shooter shooting. I worried about it wasn't his arm; it was more his legs. Mm-hmm. I was more worried about right. his legs than. But I'm was. talking about. Did you go from baseball practice at eight to eleven o'clock game in basketball? I went from basketball to baseball, playing in tournaments, and before high school, it never mattered. Like for whatever reason, it never mattered. Right. Once I got to high school, and at the high school level with guys that I coach. Well, the seasons don't go together. Well, but there's still the crossover. There's still the Tiny. crossover. Yeah. yeah. In Lincoln, they don't do that. you got to finish one another. Yeah. Most play – like down in Houston, they play baseball all year round. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you play basketball yeah, – I mean, that, Yeah, that's yeah, if you play, yeah, play yeah, yeah, that's secondary. Yeah. Right. It becomes a thing. And then you've got seven on seven during the, during the, the, the late spring, early summer. Yeah. That crosses over into it. So, stay out of other people's yards. That's kind of my coaching rule. If a player, my job is when I get him, I, I can try to put stuff in place to boundary him from playing other sports before he comes. I get you're saying, hey, if you've got other practice, don't show up. I give them the opportunity to burn galactic acid off by stretching and going through the motions, going through the mental reps rather than the physical reps. All right. So that's, yeah. that's I mean, usually – I just took it different just because yeah. if you – you got an eight o'clock practice. You're up at seven. A thirty minute drive probably to where the practice is at. Mm-hmm. If you practice from eight to nine thirty, that's an hour and a half. Say you got a, even a noon game. You're driving thirty minutes back home. So now you're at ten if you're just leaving on time. Mm-hmm. You you already went to school all week. Yeah. You're up at seven. Now you're going to be playing a high intensity f- physical sport because mm-hmm. we're okay now. Where you're talking twelve, thirteen, forty. It's physical sport. And you've been up already for five hours before the tip-off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, a lot. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mind you, it's in the middle of the dang winter. Okay? So, like, when it's, like, 20 degrees outside, don't come talking to me about baseball right now. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? I mean, because this is whether whether it's, man. like, Tony Womack or Reggie Sanders, the guys that I – or Darren, even, like, a little bit of Darren Erset, I talked to him. Or like my brother-in-law, you know, played you know AAA. They're like, dude, <laughs> you d- you just got done playing fall baseball in like October, November. Here it is, December. Like, pump the brakes, dude. You got at least try to play basketball because if you physically can't get up and down the court, whether whether it's because you've been up too early or you just been you know running around you know doing whatever baseball, then you can't come to ask me why you're not playing. So. <laughs> Because if you can't keep up, I can't play you. Because we play at high pace. 
I never, I, I never had a coach tell me that he didn't want me there because we played everything. Like I mean, I think I think it's slightly different now. We played well, club, club ball wasn't back then though. Yeah, you, like, you didn't have you didn't have when it was basketball season. It was basketball. You started baseball when it was baseball. This youth baseball is like year round here. I, I I'll just say it to to the kids who my my last quarterback was a star player, played quarterback, shortstop on the baseball team, point guard on the basketball team, and he played down with a uh, Hunter Pence's baseball program down in Houston. So you're talking about them playing 70, 80 games in the summer. Right? Which is no yeah, which is normal around here. But he also ran 7 on 7 cuz he was being recruited by Northwestern to play quarterback. So he was a high-level kid at all three sports. And he managed to just do whatever was in front of him. Like he was really good at Whatever thing he was in, in, engaged in, he did it. And I never would tell him, direct him, hey, this week go to baseball. Hey, this week. Oh, I'm not go, doing that. Go to I, basketball. I'm not directing you where you're going. Go to basketball. Yeah. But he managed to – we would shut him down weeks at a time from everything. Like his parents would just go, okay, let's pick a week where he's not going to do anything. He's just going to be a kid. And that was – the recharge and reboot, but the rest of it, we'd have had, we'd have had to bring in national guard to keep the kid from playing. <laughs> like he was like, like right. he would have fought us all. Like, hey, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. This ain't about playing though. You know, you know, like what I'm talking about is not playing though. Yeah, what, I, I'm t- what I'm talking about is giving yourself the best opportunity to play said sport. Because if you, because I have not met a baseball player or basketball player that got better at basketball practicing baseball i've never i've never during basketball season Ooh, i've never i've never Ooh, seen it. no no I, I, I can't go down that lane because I've, I've got too many examples of kids who so play, you get better at basketball you get better at baseball by playing basketball well you're learning you're learning to manipulate your body use muscles that you don't normally no move. i'm talking about getting better you're talking about getting productive. better you're talking about getting so better you're, so you're saying you're going to swing the bat better by playing basketball no you're going to be a better athlete you're going to be in better this is condition. not about athlete though you're, you're, I'm, you're, I'm telling you that. But that, I'm, if I'm talking about athletic ability, we can. I can go do the, all the other stuff to athletic ability. I'm saying during basketball season, if you're trying to be the best basketball player, you need to be. You probably need to practice basketball as a basketball player. If you're, are you you're talking? Not, about, are you talking about scholastic? Are you talking about in season high school? Or, yeah, I'm saying this okay. is basketball season, so not summer. This is not summer. This no, is we're in, talking about okay October. Okay. To I don't know what is it March. It's basketball season generally, right? March Madness or whatever. November, November, end of October. So as football season ends, right? It's basketball. Generally, it's basketball, basketball season, season. Right. and you, you did, most, most, most of the schools that I was at, you had three or four days in between to recharge, right. recover, recuperate, and then you went to the next sport. And yeah, which the, was the, the same for for basketball and baseball was that. As basketball ends in March, you're you're into baseball practice, and that goes until June, and then you you start the process all over again. Right. I, I don't know about getting better at this is where you get into the multi sport athlete gaining advantage over the single sport athlete. No, it's not about multi sport or not. It's when you're when it's basketball season. Hmm? <laughs> it's not like when it's basketball, basketball season. season it's, it's basketball season. season. Yeah. So this isn't about being an athlete. Like being an athlete and crossing over. I played multiple sports, but I'd be 
it would be like ignorant for me to say Jake can only play golf. There's plenty of golfers that I mean Gary oh, Gary yeah. Gary Woodland or whatever his name is was a player, Division One basketball player, and then yep. he walked on at Kansas, right, or yep. vice yep. versa. Basketball, right? He went he, to Kansas. He was good at basketball, right? And he yeah. went to Kansas, then he went somewhere else, and then he became a vice versa a golfer, he, he or whatever. Golf to Kansas, yeah. yeah, golf to Kansas. But he started out as a basketball player at Waterford or something yeah. like, right? Washburn, Washburn, maybe. right? Washburn. That's all. Right. That's all. That's all. Fine, a Danny, you know, like uh, Junior Spivey was a Division One football player. I know him, but he's played in the majors. Yep. Um, Infielder. Tony Womack was a decent little, you know, D, he'd tell you he's. You know Deion Sanders, but you know he was a decent little DB. That's not. It's not about that. In order to be the best that you can be, you have to. Be, you can't be a competitor if you're not competing in the sport that you're playing. Because the perfect example is Tim Tebow. He'll tell you he couldn't play basketball at Lick. Urban Meyer is like I saw the way he competed during basketball. He didn't get. He didn't. He wasn't out like all right. Well, I'm not going to go play my hardest at basketball because I want to work on my five step drop. What he did at basketball, learning how to do things that he needed to do, leadership, ball handling, made him, well, at that time, a really good college quarterback. Obviously didn't translate to the NFL, so forth and so on. It able to give him the ability to go possibly play baseball because he concentrated on that sport at the time. That doesn't mean that he nullified all the other ones. How how do you – then how would you put – how would you describe Strickland? How would you describe Bo, Dion, Frank Thomas? Let's go up and down the list. How do you describe that 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 Strick, who was a who already assigned minor league baseball player, playing basketball at the highest level in in this country, sure. right? How do you define that? How do you how do you describe? Say I'm not descri- I'm not defining it, big, but I know when it came basketball time, right? Strickland was at basketball practice. I know that for a fact. No, I'm not, I'm not know, talking I, about out, out of season. Like, in season, you're in season. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, in season, you're in season. In the summer, yeah. where you have choices. Baseball, everything. You have choices. Yeah, you got to be strategic about it. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying is that, look, oh, in I'm season, not saying play one sport in the it, summer, no. In, in season, I want the player focused on the sport that's in season. That's As a coach, I have a team and a responsibility. They're not going to come to me during basketball season and say, hey, I need to, I need to skip practice a week to go to this, NCAA, this AAU tournament. Okay, that's a different deal. Or I need this travel ball tournament. That's a different conversation. But in season, focus. Focus on the one thing. And then in that three-month window or four-month window, you have to be versatile. You have to be flexible because that's when growth happens for all the sports. Like I got better in the summer for everything like that. I, that I know to be true. Like I could go and play, like I could go as a 14 year old and play against 17 year olds in every sport. And you learn how it's all the stuff you're talking about, learning leadership, learning, um, how to get into different spaces. Uh, wrestlers love going from football to, to, to wrestling because they learn how to manipulate bodies in short space, in small space, and being explosive in that space. Right. So I always – like I'm, I, I'm, it, to me, it's fantastic in the summer yeah, to watch people choose. Yeah, I don't have a problem in the summer. I'm what talking they about do. in the fall when it's the season. When it's basketball season, it's basketball. Summer basketball is kind of – it's a catch twenty two. If you don't play summer basketball, you're probably about four steps behind. If you do, um, you, you know you're keeping pace. If you're really taking it serious, you're going to gain an advantage. Right. That's the way it goes. Yeah, and, and it's in any sport. But um, 
you know, and if there's no continuity between club coaches and the and the parents, that's where kids generally get passed up. You got a lot of kids going to ninth grade, are still talking about how good they were in fourth grade. Yep, and that's what the parents are banking on. Yep, but <laughs> little Johnny that couldn't walk and chew gum and you know was kind of always shunned as a fourth grader. Now all of a sudden he's then beat your kid out. You know, don't look at the coaches. You got to look at yourself. Yeah, we always had the, the discussions over them staying connected to the program and learning the language that we speak, right? Yeah. Um, and then finding out that your teammate has surpassed you in a sport. Like that yeah. that's, to me, those are always when I have to have conversations mm-hmm. with parents. When you come back and go, wait a minute, how, why, is, why, why is Seth ahead of my kid? Well, Seth, Seth's been working harder than your kid at this thing. And right. I'm sorry. You put the work in. Put I'm, the time in. I'm sorry. Now, he can, little Johnny can still go beat him out, but that's up to him. Put the time in. That's not up to mom and dad. Yep. That's not up to me as a coach. That's up to little Johnny. You got to figure out how to get, how to beat him out, man. That's that's what that is. So I'm glad. It's good to hear you though, because I know your dudes, your basketball dudes, are getting 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 their values worth. Like yep. they're getting Jay Foreman in full. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I also, but that always makes me curious then, because I know that there are football dudes out there in in this area that need J form football J Foreman. Like yeah, they I need, got football players. I got, I got the I got football players. Sure I got basketball players. Too, right? I got a tennis player and a golfer. So I mean, you know, it's all kind of you know as much as they got to manage. Full circle. They got to manage. What I got to manage the golfer. I, what do you teach the golfer? Uh, what are the conversations uh, you have? Oh, yeah. What's yeah? What's the mental conversations there, Jay? Oh, when, oh, but with the golfer, yeah. Um, one is uh, staying in his process as far as when he's shooting. So, well, in particular, he's struggling with his shot, right? So he was trying to like his process was slow. So he was trying to shoot the perfect shot. I was like, dude, if you got if you got to hit a putt and you know the line, what you waiting for? He's like, I was like, do you wait? I said, or not? He's like, generally, if I know it, I'm I'm pulling the trigger. <laughs> well, then and do it. You got a shot, Pull the shoot it, Pull right? The so don't be scared. Whatever their main sport is, I try to correlate it to it. I had a soccer player, so I was trying to, and he was like a point guard. I said, look, you're, you know, I know you play striker, so you're thinking you're pushing the pace every single time. Well, point guard versus soccer, you you know, if you can dribble through guys and you can kind of see the opening, you can kind of go one on four. Basketball, as a little bit of undersized guard, unless you're like Allen Iverson, you probably need to think more like a midfielder then be a striker. So I just try to correlate it to every sport, whatever their main sport is. Um, there's a lot of correlation to uh, one of my favorite players, Ian, is a baseball player. I correlate a lot of stuff to when he would crow hop or whatever, you know, when you're going from throwing from outfield to infield. You know, I try, I correlated that to when – to help him with his three-point shot. I said there's two ways that you might – so your footwork is kind of the same. You can step in. He's a right-handed player. You know, you step in left, right. You know, use it that way. Or you kind of—I call it bunny hop. You know, you're a catch and shooter, mm-hmm. which is kind of what he does in whatever sport or whatever positions he plays. So, I try to do do that. I always try to play secondary to the whatever sport they're playing. In particular, it's summer, it's whatever they got going on. So, uh, the fall is where you run into run into trouble with, and that's based on a lot of the parents and coaches. I, I just want to be there the next time you talk to parents because well at this point I, at this point at this point i at 14 years old the the communication needs to be between the player and the coach they need to learn how because just this next year you know the parent isn't going to be able to email 
so-and-so, the science teacher that's being the ninth grade coach and ask why he's not playing. That kid needs to learn how to go ask. So I've been trying to work on my kids for the last two years and talk to me and ask me. So hopefully they're able to go and communicate with adults, not via it's text. Important. It's, important. It, it's also a little different when you've got a five foot seven science guy coaching basketball mm. And or you show up and you show up and there's Jay Foreman, like yeah. Oh yeah, but I like there's 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 Why aren't you coaching? (laughs) I'm going back to science class. Yeah, there's a little different when they show up and go. Listen, I need to go talk to coach. Oh wait a minute, that's Jay Foreman. I'm going to go sit in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Let's reassess. All right, guys, I got to get gear up for my my drive to Indy for Big Ten Media Days. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys out there. Yes, sir. Safe travels. Yeah. We'll see you. Tonight. You're picking us up from the airport. Right? I am. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got. Does that does the van have seats in it? Yes, it does. I think we put the seats in. Okay. I think they they're putting this weekend. All right. Let's check it when. Show All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Old school is next. For, uh, see. Ya.